What's going on guys? This is Michael Barayev with Spinning Fire and today, as you guys know, every single Monday we spin in the truth and nothing but the truth and it's all fire. Today I have my special guest, Mr. Eric Chris, my man, say what's up. What's up, y'all? Listen, as you guys can tell, I'm very, 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 very excited. 2019, January, the first week of January, baby. We are ready to make moves, baby. So listen, what we're going to talk about today is the 98% law. The law of 98%, okay? Because a lot of times people think that entrepreneurship is all this nice and dandy stuff that you see on Instagram. You see everyone in these yachts and boats and helicopters and planes and jets and nice watches and all this all this fancy schmancy stuff. And what people don't understand is that that's the 2% of being an entrepreneur. That's the 2% of being successful. You see, 98% of being an entrepreneur is straight bullshit all the time. It's straight nonsense. You go through challenges. You go through obstacles. You go through problems. You go through a bunch of... You go through lawsuits. You go through all kinds of headaches and dumb stuff. You go through tough conversations. You go through lack of sleep, lack of energy. I mean, there's a ton. There's a list. That's 98% of being an entrepreneur. And some of you guys may be scared right now saying, Oh, maybe I don't want to be an entrepreneur. And if that's what you're thinking, then it's not for you. Because being an entrepreneur is something that drives you. You see, what's the difference between a businessman, Eric? I mean, you may know this, you may not. But what's the difference between a businessman and an entrepreneur, in your opinion? Well, I would say an entrepreneur isn't afraid of risks. Okay. Um, a businessman tends to be probably slightly more uh, conservative, maybe less of a, a risk taker, a little bit more calculated. Whereas an entrepreneur um, tends not to think so... Uh, one-sided or short-sided, they tend to take maybe a little bit bigger risks. Awesome, 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 awesome. And, I, and I, can I be honest with you? I, I agree to some extent. I agree to some extent. But what I will say is that a businessman is someone that buys a banana for a dollar and sells it for three, but an entrepreneur solves a huge problem and starts planting bananas all over the country and changes the planet. Does that make sense? That's deep, bro. That's deep, yeah. (laughs) Very deep. Who wants bananas, right? Anyway, the point is this. An entrepreneur is someone that changes the world. He thinks about the future. He thinks about making an impact. A businessman thinks about making a couple of dollars. Okay, and anybody can be a businessman, but not everybody is made to be an entrepreneur. And there's a formula, which we're going to give you at the end of this, uh, uh, at the end of this uh, uh, podcast, actually in the middle of the podcast, so you guys can know the formula of the 98% law. Okay? So, Eric, tell me about the past six months because you just became an entrepreneur. I mean, you always were an entrepreneur, but you really started to grind the behind and earn that pillow in the past six to seven months when you started your business back in July, I believe. Um, yeah, about about July. Well, awesome. you know, I, I think um, I've always had a bit of an entrepreneurial spirit, but it hasn't really been until the last six months. Hasn't been official have, tissue. It yet. hasn't been official tissue until about six months ago when I opened up my own business. Um, and started really working for myself. What's the name of the business, by the way? It's called Mindset Solutions, Mm. LLC. So, Mm. um, and you know, it's been fantastic. Um, It's been an awesome six months. Uh, I've learned a lot. You know, I've even made some good money. Um, But um, it's, there's, you know, it's come with a lot of challenges. And I don't know if I was fully prepared to experience some of those, but luckily I got a guy like Mike, you know, a very good support system and and, and mentor and teacher. Um, who's helped me through a lot of those, um, you know, kind of challenges and obstacles. But 
Um, there's just been a lot of stuff, right? I mean, everything from a potential lawsuit to um, getting kicked out of the first campaign that I started <laughs> um, to, you know, just dealing. Obviously, you know, I started my business right at the beginning of the uh, or right, I should say, towards the um, beginning of the fall, coming right into the winter. And everyone knows, you know, New York City is not the uh, the easiest place to, you know, to work outside during the winter. Um, so that's come with some challenges and just really just understanding how to manage and, and run my own company um, and, and manage the systems and get organized and, and start a payroll system. It's a little bit different and than being a manager. Yeah, it's and, a lot different. Than a business owner. Um, you know, as a manager, all you really got to think about is just doing your job. You know, as a business owner and an entrepreneur, now you got to think about other people's jobs. And so... Um, That's deep. Yeah, thank you. We're, both of us are deep now, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I think that that has been, you know, a bit of a transition for me, but, um, I believe that it's all those challenges and obstacles and things that you go through early on or, or late that, um, that makes you successful long-term. So, um, you know, I guess that's the 98%, right? All the bullshit. All the bullshit. You guys hear There you go. There you go. There you go. So that the bullshit. So let me ask you this. So the first six months of your business, I mean, how was it? Was it hectic? Was it, was it enjoyable? Was it relaxing? Was it you sitting on a beach with a mojito? What's up? Even though I know you don't really drink that much, but was it, was it, was it chilled out or was it a lot of work? Well, was it a lot of grinding the behind? Definitely, uh, definitely, definitely a lot of work and a lot of grinding. I heard, um, you, I heard that you slept in your in your office one of these days. <laughs> well, that was my choice. But yeah, I, know, I, I, know. I uh, so you made a decision to sleep. In I the made office. a decision to sleep in the office. It wasn't on a um, on, on a, a weekday, space. but it was on a it was on a, a weekend, and I was just up planning and and getting some work done. And I was like, fuck it. But um, <laughs> you know, I think for me, I I tend to take pleasure in hard work. I like you know working in and on my business, and so even though it's a lot of kind of headache and work and and grinding um it hasn't been unpleasant if anything it's been pleasant if i if i I get stressed out when i'm not doing anything so that's when i get nervous and anxious if i'm just sitting at home doing nothing so i always have to be doing well usually what i say is when you have a lot of blank and white space in your calendar the devil attacks you start doing stupid stuff like think about you know last time you went to a club or you went hanging out with your wrong friends when you were younger was because you had so much time available that you decided to do stupid things with it but if you fill your calendar up with a lot of productive things which may not be easy at the time you know but you still fill it up you'll and you'll tend to not do the bullshit and kind of distract yourself from successful habits correct Correct. So, so talk to me about this. So, the past six months, you you know busting your ass, building your business, ninety eight percent law. How real is that law for you? How real is that law? Because a lot of times people think that being an entrepreneur is oh, now you have people working for you, now you can go home and sleep and make money while you're sleeping. And and, and sometimes they don't realize that it takes a lot of work, it takes a lot of effort. It, it, it's not as simple as it sounds. Well, okay. So I think this is the way I look at it. Every entrepreneur has to eat shit at some point. Sometimes it comes early in your career. Sometimes it comes at the end. Sometimes it comes in the middle. But at some point, you always have to eat shit. Now, my hope is that most of my, you know, shit eating, so to speak, happens on the earlier part, you know, while things are still small. But it's no guarantee, right? And there's always going to be setbacks. So um, I don't I don't particularly um, – I just look at a challenge as part of the business, right? I don't look at it as, oh, shit, this thing just popped up. I look at it as – there's always going to be something popping up, and so basically, you, pro- you, problems are opportunities. Yeah, problems, opportunities, and I, I kind of also, uh, I kind of look at it as real estate, right? When you buy, you know, I watch a lot of those real estate shows, you know, fix and flip and stuff. They buy and purchase houses and buildings with an already five to ten percent increase in budget for problems they don't even know yet. They just anticipate things that they. You know, issues with the home that they don't even know yet that they work into the price before they even buy it, like a burst pipe 
or some type of zoning issue or whatever it is. They don't even know these things are there by the time they, they buy it, but they already know that a 5% or 10% increase in um, in the budget is going to be needed for things that they will eventually run into. And that's the way I look at business. I already know that five to 10% of my profit is going to go to bullshit. I just don't know what that bullshit is yet. Exactly. Exactly. So let me ask you a question. Does the same thing happen with your energy or is it just with money? Like when it comes to bullshit, when, when people say bullshit, like what do you mean by bullshit? You're an entrepreneur. Is it money problems? Is it energy problems? What it happens? Could be, I mean, what goes on behind closed doors that a lot of people don't post on the Instagrams? Well, it could be anything, right? At two o'clock in the morning, I can get a call from one of my guys saying that their brother is in the hospital and um, you know that they have to take a leave of absence. Now, for me, that means two things. First of all, I care about my guy, so it means automatically that I'm gonna I'm gonna have some level of uh, I have to you know empathy, empathy, and I have to I have to deal with them as a person first because I don't like it's not just about the money and the business; it's about People. Believing in my guys and the people, and so if somebody tells me that they're, you know, calls me at two o'clock in the morning, stressed out that they're, you know, somebody's in the hospital, uh, I have to address them as a person and make sure that everything's okay. And then on the flip side of it, obviously, how does it affect my business? And so things like that can happen. I got to go back to sleep now at two thirty in the morning, and I, I can't let this, you know, totally fuck me up. So I got to wake up in the morning. I'm not going to wake up and start telling everybody what's going on. I'm going to hold it in my brain um, and make sure I run all my meetings and. So, you know, the guys won't know anything's going on in the morning, but in the back of my head, I know there's a lot of, you know, a lot of drama and a lot of stress going on. Now, that's just one single individual event, but these things happen all the time. And so, um, now I don't get calls at 2.30 every night, but there's, there's, you know, little things can happen all stuff the time. Happens, man. Yeah, stuff, stuff happens, Yeah, stuff happens. So I always just say this, there's a lot of setbacks in this business or in any business. And if there's no setbacks, there's no comebacks, right? And you got to have certain setbacks. Like, you know, people die, people get hurt, people get injured. Like, for example, today, today was a crazy day. I mean, we have one of our, one of our staff, one of our workers, right? They got into a car accident a block away from our office. You know what I mean? So it was pretty connected. I mean, thank God everyone was alive. We had to have one of them go to the hospital, but shit hits the fan. And you know, people come first and then comes the business. But the first thing that came into my mind was, are they okay? Are they healthy? Are they just Gucci, right? Because at the end of the day, yes, you may deal with that when you're, you know, a regular person that's maybe working a nine to five or maybe a businessman or whatever the case is. But there's another level. There's other, you're not thinking about just yourself or just your position or just your family. You're thinking about your your, your workers. You're thinking about your staff. You're thinking about your customers. You're thinking about everybody around you because now you're thinking about the world. You're thinking about the impact you can make. So it's a big difference. So uh, um, I'm going to talk about the, 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 formula of success in a second. But before we get there, I want to say some of the things that kind of, you know, hold people back when it comes to being an entrepreneur. A lot of people are afraid of, of, of going through the struggles of being an entrepreneur. Talk to me about how you actually go through some of the struggles that you went through in the past six months, because honestly, it's not as easy as it sounds. I mean, it sounds easy. You know, you, you, you hire people, they go out there, they sell a product, Boom, you make commission, they make commission, everyone's happy, you know. So so explain to me, what are some of the biggest struggles you've experienced, the top three in the past six months that really made you think about, wow, like should I keep doing this or not? Because you actually thought about maybe putting in the towel sometimes, because I know I have. I, I, I felt sometimes like, oh my God, I just want to get away for three days and not, not talk to anyone, not hear anybody, and just like be by myself. And what are those three, you know, crucial things that went into your, into, you know, into your life in the past, you know, six months? Right. So let me just first start by saying, I think for me, one of the things that helps is I'm able to compartmentalize a lot of the information, right? If I get something that's negative or problematic or challenging, and I can't necessarily fix it right away, or I have to deal with something else, I'm able to store it in a part of my brain that, is retrievable, but not necessarily um, 
like always in the front of my mind, right? Some people things ruminate and it stays in their mind, but not only does it stay in their brain, it stays in the part of their brain that has the biggest impact on their behavior, which is their emotional centers. And for me, what I'm able to do a lot of times is take the information out of my emotional centers, like the limbic system and the center part of your brain and store it in parts of my brain that are more rational and logical. So this way I can retrieve that information later and then work through those problems. That's a lot a, of people- that's a, that's a brain knowledge right there. It, so. Well, a lot of people, what they do is the information that, that they get is, is literally just circling in their in their brain and circling in their emotional centers and so they're reacting to it emotionally 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 you need to stop that and you need to put it to the side and 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 take things a little bit more logically and i just i have to kind of think long term and big picture and my why and my vision and those are all things that help me through it and we'll get to that in a second but to answer your question the three biggest things i think the first thing and you know i made this i I guess i can be pretty open i'm pretty transparent um, there was about a good six months that I was going through a tough period with my um, biochemistry and my brain. Not to you know keep talking about the brain, but um, I was kind of depressed to be honest with you. I was unmotivated. I was unhappy. I was uh, kind of empty and very, 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 very tired and anxious. There was a lot of anxiety going through me. And I don't know where it came from because psychologically, I've always been good. I don't really have too many you know psychological trauma, but. I knew it was just something biological. I knew it was just something missing. Um, I went to the doctor. They gave me something to help with my serotonin levels. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going to suggest this for everyone or be an advocate, but um, it dramatically helped. My energy levels went way up. My motivation, my happiness, everything. My depression went completely away. I mean, I can't tell you how much it, it really <laughs> helped. Like, you're a happy guy now, bro. I've always been a happy person, but I think you know your body a, changes it was over a chemical time. Imbalance yeah, it was a chemical imbalance, and that was when I first started my business. That was going on. I moved out of Florida because I was feeling that way, and I moved back to New York to you know try to escape it and to build something for myself. And you know, I didn't really share it with too many people, but I was fucked up, man. I was, I was, I was not in a good place. I, I even needed to take a few step t- days off from work and I never take days off from work. So I knew something was wrong. Um, and that was a really big challenge for me because I had to force myself to come into work. And the worst thing you could do in a business like this is try to fake it because, um, everyone can feel it. Now I, I did a pretty good job, but, um, that was a challenge trying to fake it and try to be, yeah. you know, all that stuff. So that was number one. Number two, um, definitely was getting, um, booted and kicked out of the campaign that I was um, that I was working in. Um, you know, I started. It wasn't even your fault. It was a situation <laughs> that happened, and you kind of lost the deal or whatever the case was. And yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get into responsibility whose fault. You know, I don't feel like it was my fault. Oh, but at the end of the day, it happened, and I couldn't no longer sell the product that I was selling and training, um, which was a, a huge issue. So that was a big issue. Um, and more recently, you know, I'm, I'm running into some issues um, with a legal battle. Um, you know, I think, uh, with I'm the just, competition, I'm just too good, man. I'm listen, just too good, listen, man. People you're... just want to work with me. Well, I can't help it. If I build, you know, if I, if I build a business and, and have a vision that's so deep and powerful that people want to work with me and they're willing to leave other companies, but, um, you know, the competition got scared. Um, and, and that's the reality and that's something that I'm dealing with and I'm going to continue to deal with until it ends. But, um, I'm willing to fight, you know. So that's just that's just the that's the gist of what goes on behind a door closed doors of entrepreneurship. Let me give you guys the formula of the ninety eight percent law. Okay, write this down. And if you're driving, pull over and write this down. This is the formula. Okay, obsession plus your passion plus resiliency times your why plus your vision. 
squared with earning your pillow divided by your belief is success. Now you might say, Michael, what the fuck is going on with this formula? You just made it all complicated and I just made it really simple. You see, if you're not obsessed about something, if you don't have a burning desire, if you don't have a burning desire with some passion, with some passion fueling it, Okay, you will not have what I call resiliency and you need resiliency, meaning you never, ever give in. You never, ever give up. You times that by your why, how big your why really makes a big difference. Because I see a lot of people that are obsessed, they're passionate, they don't want to give up, they never want to give in, but their why is smaller than a pregnant ant. (laughs) And their vision is smaller than a pregnant ant's cousin. And if you don't have a big why and a big vision times by the obsession, the, you know, the passion and the resiliency, it's not going to happen. Now, remember, if you have the obsession, the passion, the resiliency with the why and the vision, but your work ethic sucks and you work like a sloth in Africa, you're not going to succeed. And they're working, you know, you got to work your butt off. So you grind your ass so you become successful. Now, you could do all of that. But if you have zero belief in God, zero belief in yourself, zero belief in what you're doing, all that is a waste. And so many people, so many people, and I I talk about this a lot, there's two kinds, there's two levels of trust and two levels of of belief. Number one is the regular belief. Like for example, you believe you're gonna win, somehow, somewhere you're gonna win. You believe somehow you're gonna become successful. But the second one, we call this in Hebrew, is bitachon. Bitachon basically means that it's belief, and it's a hundred percent belief in God, like a hundred percent. Like you believe it so much that you already have actually physically know what's happening, and you know that God's gonna bless you, and that's what's gonna happen. Like there's no doubt at all. Like it's just another level. It's like you expect it. It's it's you're speaking the 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 pre- you're speaking what you want in present tense, and that's the ninety eight percent law. Because at the end of the day, ninety eight percent of what you're gonna be doing as an entrepreneur is gonna suck. You're not gonna like it. But that 2% is what you're going to enjoy. And if you're not ready for that transition, then do me a favor. Stop posting on Instagram that you're, you're an entrepreneur because all you is is a entrepreneur. And what I want you guys to do is to study this formula. And I'm going to say it again. Being obsessed plus your passion plus you being resilient times by your why plus your vision. Okay? With your work ethic, which is your earning your pillow squared divided by your belief is exactly how you're going to succeed. So think about where you're at. If your belief is a zero, no wonder you're not succeeding, my friends. No wonder you're not becoming successful. If your resiliency is a zero, I can understand why you ain't going to succeed. So with that said, as you guys know, every single Monday we come at you and share with you the truth, nothing but the truth, and we spit fire. All we ask you to do is to share this with a friend. I know for a fact, listen, I've been getting so many messages and so many direct messages and private messages. I mean, you guys thank me so much for this podcast and it's growing every single week. We're having a lot of people join this you know, movement of changing the world, of making sure people understand what entrepreneurship is all about, what success is all about, what becoming a great person is all about. And we're going to have haters. It's part of the process. We're going to have competition. It's part of the process, but we're going to dominate. We're going to take over and we want to change people's lives step by step. So do me a favor, take my advice and just share with a friend. That's all we ask for you. There's no ads on this stuff. As a matter of fact, I was asked uh, uh, by one of the uh, programs to actually have this, you know, uh, uh, pushed on with ads so I can start making some money. And I said, no, thank you. I don't want no ads. I just want people to share it. I want it to be for free. I want people to actually start to benefit 
with Spitting Fire. So everyone, have a good one. As you guys know, every Monday, we're coming at you, the Spitfire. Good night.